This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Don McDonald. Today, commentary. Commentary about a couple of issues. Actually, based on a couple of articles that I read that got me thinking that I decided I would share with you. And uh, again, before I get into those, I want to remind you of our phone number. That's 855-935-TALK. We actually are a podcast that takes calls from listeners. And you can call anytime and just leave your question and I'll answer it on a future podcast. So give me a holler. 855-935-8255. 855-935-TALK. Two topics today. Two topics. One, senior housing Old folks' homes. (laughs) Topic two, low interest rates. And what might that do to insurance companies? It's looking like deja vu all over again. Oh, I also wanted to mention you can also send questions in and learn all kinds of stuff at our website, TalkingRealMoney.com. Let us start with senior housing, shall we? Yeah. Not exactly excited about talking about this, but we're going to do it anyway. There was an article in the Wall Street Journal today that says senior housing companies now face a building glut. Why? Because baby boomers don't want to go into senior housing. Really? When did you figure that one out? Seriously. I am officially a senior. It just, it almost, it just hurts me to the core to say it. Do I mind taking the discount? No. About a year ago, I got my AMC discount at the theaters, and I do love saving a couple of bucks on a theater ticket. I think that's the, no, the other place I use it is at Marriott Hotels, because I get a nice discount on hotel rooms. Otherwise, I don't think I use it. Um, But I, I appreciate it. Thanks for recognizing that. I'm special or whatever it is you think I am or that I'm just going to die soon, (laughs) which I don't plan to do. Okay. Back to the issue of senior housing. I did some web browsing today and I bopped around looking at senior housing advertising and videos from senior. I'm hitting my light here. It rings. Uh, And uh, the videos. Oh, please, folks. Those of you who are running these facilities, can you stop? I hate polka music. I despise bingo. I would never participate in water aerobics to literally save my life. I don't like hanging out with a bunch of old people. I'm sorry. No offense. I don't mind hanging out with a couple of you now and again. But in a place where it's all a bunch of old people, I'm sick of people saying, Oh, and I got to make new friends in my new little old place. No, I want to live in my house in a real community with real people. I don't want to go hang out with a bunch of old people and drive around in golf carts 
and catch sexually transmitted diseases. Well, I wouldn't do that part anyway. But by the way, the villages in Florida are like a hotbed. It's all old people of sexually transmitted diseases. Go figure. When are people going to get that baby boomers are different? We're weird. In my head, I'm 63 years old, but in my head, I am still the guy who went to Led Zeppelin, Genesis, Who, Yes concerts. You know, I still go to concerts once in a while. I took my daughter. She didn't even know who he was. I turned her on to Kishibashi. Look him up. He's pretty good. Uh, I love alternative music. I love finding new artists. I hate Lawrence Welk. I like really great classical music, but I hate music of your life. Elevator garbage. I don't want to sit in a recreation hall and listen to some guy play the polka on his accordion. Don't want to do it. I'm not going to old people dances. I'm not going to participate in old people games and go on old people trips to the mall. Um, I'm not going to do any of that stuff. I'm never going to do it. And if I can help it, I'm going to hire somebody to come stay in an extra bedroom and help take care of me when I'm old and I can't do it myself. Otherwise, I'm going to use tech to take care of me. I will use tech. I already use tech. I got thermostats that can set themselves. I got locks that I can open with my phone. You know, uh, anyway, the whole world of seniors is going to change just like the world changed when we were younger. And companies need to figure this out. So here's what I I, I want you. I, I want you to chime in on this topic because I think it's kind of an interesting topic. You who are baby boomers, that means those of you born between about 1945. Where does the baby boom cut off like 1960? I guess I'm toward the tail end of it. Those, 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 you guys, me, us. Here's my question. How do you want to live in retirement? What are the things you want to do when you're older? What kind of community do you want to live in? What kind of amenities do you want? I'd love to hear your opinion. Call 855-935-TALK and share your thoughts. I personally believe a lot of us are still very young-brained. I've got friends in their 60s, and they were all you know, progressive rockers like me back in the day. They like the new alternative stuff. They don't sit around and uh, just listen to uh, bad middle-of-the-road music. Uh, they don't want to just sit around. They want to go to theater. They want to they want to go out hiking. They want to camp in the woods still. They want to do stuff. They don't want to just golf and play bingo. So what about you? Call me and share that with me. I'll use some of them, maybe all of them, depending on how many of you call, on the podcast. I want to put together a podcast about getting old. So uh, give me a call, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Now, topic number two. Again, another article in the Wall Street Journal that piqued my curiosity was about European insurance companies. Now, this was more specific to Europe, but it certainly will apply and has, has already started to apply here. In Europe... 
interest rates for government bonds have <laughs> fallen negative. You, you have to pay the government to hold your money. Get this. Even in Greece. Remember the Greek crisis? Yeah. Well, now investors are giving the Greek government money and actually paying for them to hold it. They have negative interest rates. Just happened. But here's the issue. For years, insurance companies have taken a big chunk of their money that they collect from policyholders and they put it into bonds. And some of those bonds are short-term government paper so that they can pay immediate claims. Well, they're running out of places to put it. So they're going into riskier bonds. And those riskier bonds can unravel in an economic downturn. And what will that do to those insurance companies and eventually to U.S. insurance companies if this continues? And here's what they're doing. One of the things that they're doing, this is going to sound so familiar. This is the whole deja vu thing all over again. Because they can't find high enough rates, well, of course, the investment bankers are more than willing to help. They're creating new derivative securities. Oh, wait, that sounds so familiar. They're called <laughs> collateralized loan obligations or CLOs. Does that sound vaguely familiar to you at all? Oh, yeah. Back in the uh, early, early 2000s, we had collateralized mortgage obligations. Remember CMOs? And then those unraveled because they had all those, they split them up into pieces and some of the pieces didn't pay and it was a disaster. So those went away for a while and they were replaced in the late 2000s by CDOs, collateralized debt obligations, which are the same thing. It's where they you, you build new securities based on a portfolio of mortgages or other debt can be consumer debt. That's why they call these CLOs, because they can be based on all kinds of debt. It can be car loans. It can be just plain old consumer debt that gets repackaged and sold in little pieces to investors for what are purported to be higher rates than you can get on the really safe paper. Hmm. Why do you get higher rates? There's only one reason you get higher rates. You're taking on more risk. So what does this mean to you? Bottom line, what does this mean to you? You cannot count on the guarantee of insurance companies. I hate the fact that insurance companies can claim to sell products that earn three, four, five, six percent per year, and then they can say guaranteed, guaranteed to get your money back. What's back in the guarantee? These investments. And in many cases, a state insurance pool, which often is not sufficient or will not be sufficient in a meltdown, in a big meltdown. Why do I say that? Because it's happened before. Back in the 90s, a company called Executive Life in California was a huge company, blew up. 
And it took years, more than a decade, to completely pay off all their investors, their guaranteed investments. As recently as about a decade ago, the biggest insurance company in the world, AIG, what happened to them? They nearly went bankrupt. The only reason they didn't was that the government lent them a lot of money at little or no interest and bailed them out and bailed you out. All of you who hold policies from their various affiliated companies, one of which is Valak, Variable Annuity Life Insurance Company, there would have been a disaster had that not occurred, that bailout. So I want you to understand when you give your money to these insurance agents, the guarantee they're promising is not a full faith and credit of the U.S. government guarantee. It's that, yeah, we're pretty sure we're going to pay you back. That's the guarantee. It's not absolute. As a matter of fact, full faith and credit of the United States government isn't absolute, except the United States government has one huge advantage over a private insurance company. What is it? You know. Yeah, they can tax you to pay their obligations. So there's the difference. Don't think you're ever getting something for nothing. That's really what it boils down to. And if you have questions about money or investing, I really hope you'll call and share your concerns and ideas along with your questions at 855-935-TALK. And let's talk a little bit about how you want to live as you get older. Maybe you're not a baby boomer yet. Maybe you're whatever was in between us. I don't remember what it was. Jen something. Give me a call. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. Are you still, are you in your 60s or 70s? And, and you really look forward to the Lawrence Welk sort of generation? Really? Seriously? You going to listen to big band music and, and accordion polkas? Okay. I'd love to hear from you, too. I just wonder how many are left. 855-935-TALK or stop by TalkingRealMoney.com. You can watch our videos there. You can listen to podcasts. You can send in questions. You can even meet with one of our advisors for free for a little bit, for a little meeting, a little tiny one. Not We're not going to manage your money for free. We're going to charge you for that, but we'll tell you up front what we charge. In fact, I'll tell you right now, nine-tenths of a percent up to a million dollars. Um, but you can do that with no pressure at uh, TalkingRealMoney.com. So check it out. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends and neighbors. And uh, have a great one until I talk to you again. I'm Don McDonald. Talking Real Money. Realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.